What's up, nerds? Today, we are going to be breaking down our top 10 Marvel movies, MCU movies in particular. All right, we're going to be ranking them from 10 to 1. And, man, let's just jump into it. What's up, my guy? What's going on? Of course, I'm joined by Kevin, the uh, other half of the Black Comic Nerds. Uh, we've been wanting to do this for a long time, bro. Yeah, it's been uh, like a year and some change hiatus. Yeah, not good. Not good. But we're coming in strong. We're coming in hot. Coming yeah. in with the rankings, baby. Yeah. We're about to let the people know what we feel is the top 10 list in the MCU. So, but this, guys, is going to be the MCU in particular, all right? Not Marvel movies. So that means that we won't have any of the the uh the sony stuff you know no x-men uh stuff no uh into the spider-verse no uh logan I, I say those two movies in particular because they would in all likelihood absolutely be on my list i don't know what you think bro no no blade man you want wesley snipes blade uh blade wouldn't be on the list no but uh <laughs> how with the duck how with the duck would be on oh the list? yeah 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 Man, yeah, I forgot about Howard, man. Oh yeah, childhood favorite of mine. I had no clue what was going on, but I was like, "Yo, it's a talking duck." Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a weird. We gotta go back to that one. Just review that. You right? Yeah, that's a great idea. We should, uh, we should rewatch that and and have a breakdown video about Howard the Duck. Yeah. It is. Uh, hey, correct me if I'm wrong. No, uh, the people watching and listening to this, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the first marvel movie to be put out no there was some there was something else because they because there were like the punisher was having some stuff out and fantastic four and then there was dr strange had like a tv movie like back in the 60s like back in the 70s my bad yeah so so and then spider-man had something they try to put together as a TV show into a movie that I rented when I was a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Blockbuster I mean, times. Blockbuster <laughs> night. Man, well, what's up, man? You want to jump into it? With no further ado, we want to uh, let the people know what our top 10 MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, top 10 rankings are. Yeah, let's get, let's get into it, man. I think Right now, we're going to kind of cover what what your top ten was. If I'm not, if I'm, not, if I'm correct about that, right? Yeah. So definitely, uh, you know, let me know what movies we're excluding that would have made you know your top ten list in particular. Matter of fact, uh, when we were discussing it before the video started, there was one that was left off of of my list that we were talking about. Is most likely a staple for most. Uh, for most MCU watchers, man. So before we let y'all know what that uh, movie is, go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, because we're going to be coming to y'all with a lot of these, man. We're going to be breaking down future Marvel projects that are coming out, not just Marvel, DC, um, whatever. I mean, anything that, that we find interesting. So we're about to get it popping, y'all. So you definitely want to not miss these updates. With no further ado... Yeah, yeah. With no further ado, man, let's uh, get into, I guess, what would technically be number 11, uh, an honorable mention. Like I say, this is the movie that Kevin had on his list that I did not have on mine. I know a lot of people going to groan when they hear this, but the original 
Avengers movie, the first ensemble cast uh movie. The Avengers. The Avengers yeah. was yeah. uh that was it was actually in your top five. Right? Yeah, yeah, for me it was top five, just the significance of it. Um you know, I had never been done before, man. So I keep it up there uh, pretty high. My, my, I think my ranking is probably more, more in the fact of what the movie accomplished overall for Marvel or MCU movies overall. So that's why it was, it was probably that, that ranked high for, for me. Why, why is it 11 for you, man? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a good question. I, I, I don't think it's a testament. It, it's not me saying that I did not enjoy the movie. I really liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I would just say that the the other 10 movies on my list were just that much better to me and just meant more uh, to me. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't I don't have a negative thing to say about the original Avengers. It was dope. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. uh. But what, what about it in particular, man? So the original Avengers movie, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was directed by uh, Josh Whedon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was the first time that we got the, the entire ensemble cast. Uh, if, if I'm not wrong, uh, Loki was the original villain of, of this movie. You know, he came down with the uh with the scepter which was the uh the tesseract and the uh the thing he he put uh uh our boy hawkeye under mind control yeah man uh yeah about about that uh man you know i i think there there had been a a couple of movies out where they had ensemble team like x-men and fantastic four um but it was more of like you can tell that the people who put it to, when they put it together, you know, man, they, they enjoy what they were doing. Um, they probably exaggerated some moments more to make you appreciate the whole ensemble to, uh, all together. Uh, you know, one scene that particularly stands out in my mind is whenever they're doing the panoramic or the having the camera come around and seeing all the Avengers uh, assembled. And, and man, that just sets in your mind like, you hear the music starting off that is what kind of like starts everything out like whenever you get hyped up about the music of the mcu for me i i go back to that moment in the theaters when that's happening and they just like pointed out like yeah we just did this and, yeah and, and and we're about to do more of it if you yeah can, thank you thank you for giving us the opportunity to do so but like you know when you go back and watch x-men and fantastic four there, there's times when they're working as a team, but it's just not exagger- as exaggerated as that moment is, you know. And like before then, you just, you know, Hulk is like, you know, getting angry. He's having, you know, and they're just kind of like, they did, they did finally get the Hulk right in they got, that in that movie because he hadn't been, they hadn't really nailed the Hulk uh, until that point. Yeah, this was the best you're gonna get as far as like all these characters kind of having some personality similar to what they'd have in comic books, having a look similar to what they have in the comic books and just kind of that, you know, interaction similar to what it would be in a comic book. So that's why it's like, for me, that top five. So. Not mad at it, bro. And I don't think yeah. anybody listening uh, will be mad at that either. I mean, it's a, a kind of a no brainer pick, man. 
you know, surprisingly not didn't crack uh, my top 10. <laughs> but yeah. I think we um I think we safe. I I would think going forward for the rest of the top 10, I I would think that uh we mesh on on the remainder of them but definitely let me know as we go along if there are any that are not and uh and we'll we'll definitely get to those and uh and, and break those down a little bit yeah all right so what you got what you got for 10 man what you got for number 10 at at number 10 number 10 i have uh captain america winter soldier mm. so this was one i have it i have it 10 and like I will preface it, uh, I, I'm probably gonna look at this list and, and go back and be like, "Man, this is this is out of order." I would probably want to want to rearrange it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was on the fence so hard about Winter Soldier in particular about if it was gonna make you know the top ten. It, it you know, I, I was thinking Avengers. Uh, you know, it was some other ones, but anyway, I was I had to go back and rewatch. Winter Soldier, just to be like, man, why is this not? Why am I trying to take this off of my top ten list? And when I when I rewatched it, I was like, oh yeah, this movie was amazing. I mean, absolutely killed it, absolutely crushed it, man. Um, in a little bit, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you guys know uh, what the pivotal movie in the MCU was that turned me into a super fan. And it was after this movie was released. So um, I believe this movie was released in 2014, uh, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. And, uh, you know, we've Kevin, we've talked about this before, man. The tone of movies and content that I like, you know, we talked about it with Star Wars. Uh Man, I like a more grounded tone. I like a more, like, I don't want to say realistic. Well, maybe realistic is is the right word. But you know, in Star Wars, my favorite content is, uh, you know, my favorite movie is Rogue One, and my 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 favorite show is Andor. You know, out of all of yeah, the properties, yeah. you know. So obviously, that goes to say that I'm more so attracted to like what I can see similarities in myself. As opposed to like, you know, Captain America, uh, Anthony Mackie's character, Falcon. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are just they just seemingly regular guys. You know, Captain America obviously has his like you know super soldier serum or whatever. But at the end of the day, he doesn't. He's not a god. He's not Thor. You know, he's yeah, not. Yeah. He's not the Hulk. He's not a Scarlet Witch or somebody like that. So, yeah, you I took can, you. Go ahead. You you took away his uh, frisbee. And, uh, you know, he's hiding, fighting with his hands, you know, which is more realistic at times, it feels. Yeah. Yeah. And the tone of the Captain America movies are definitely that, you know, it, it's you just, it's like you're just looking at a guy who uh, it's like, a especially Winter Soldier, it kind of has like the spy element to it. Uh, it, it has uh, what's the name? Black Widow. Uh all the espionage stuff, all the stuff that went on with Nick Fury in this movie, um, the CIA stuff. It it was just more that it was it was just a little bit more grounded, you know. Not to say that I don't love the the alien stuff and and Thanos and Thor and you know all that kind of stuff, but uh, Winter Soldier was awesome, man. What did, what did you think of, of Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah. I I think for we've talked about it. I think for you being a fan of like Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. 
yeah. something that's more, you know, more realistic, so to speak. Right. So this was their opportunity to kind of bring that for people who are kind of like, I, I like Batman. I like how that's more realistic for somebody who's trying to trying for, for their audience. They're looking for action pack and have me kind of have a Marvel or a comic book staple stamp on it. Yeah. This is that type of movie to go into. It looks good. Uh, the action is really good. It's probably to me, probably the best choreographed um, movie that MCU has. I remember watching it and be like, man, those, those look, the kicks look good. The fight looks good. They, they sync up well. And he has, and then finally Captain America has always has like an uh, opponent that's equivalent to him. Um, but for it to kind of have some stakes in it to be his best friend. Now, all of us know what it is. Yeah. But even with us knowing, you're still pulled in by the fact that you're watching the Captain America, Steve Rogers, realize all these things. And, you know, you got to give it to them for the story of kind of like how that breaks down and he still hasn't given up on his friend. So, yeah. Yeah, it's you know the, the personal element of that, and and I think you know he kind of teases himself in movies going forward. You know, just saying like how somebody says the name Bucky, he uh you know kind of turns into to mush or whatever. Because yeah. you know the directors and writers of, of these movies, man, they know kind of kind of well on how the audience uh starts to feel about things. So you know, yeah, sometimes that relationship can get a little bit like, uh, here he is with this uh you know, the Bucky stuff again, but, um, you know, not only the personal stuff, but, you know, in the Captain America films, man, there's always the political aspect of it, the, the way that, uh, you know, the moral conundrum with the cap, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what, where's his moral compass? You know what I'm saying? He always has, has that internal dilemma, like a man, you like, what do I do? What is, what is, he doesn't know who to who to trust you know what i'm saying coming back off the off the ice after so many years and all that kind of stuff it's it's very compelling stuff man and like i say it yeah. there's a sense of realism in how would super powered people or people that have those enhanced abilities really interact with uh with government and and someone who wants to have oversight you know yeah. and if you if you can trust it so um yeah, man. The 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 biggest thing that I thought when I initially watched it, why I was like, I don't know about this, is I really think I was thinking that uh, Black Widow and him and Captain America should have yeah. linked up from there. It makes sense overall after you see everything connects. You're like, oh yeah, that that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. should been he should have been with Peggy. But as a you know audience member or whatever, with somebody watching it at that point, I was like, yeah, this clearly makes more sense for him to be with. Black Widow than than the Hulk, but yeah, that that's the only like big takeaway. I was like, all right, that's gonna happen, and it didn't. I was like, and then they throw you in with the Hulk. I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was very well, strange. What you what you got for uh, uh, number nine, man? Number nine. Let's roll on to number nine. All right, at the number nine spot, we have coming in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Okay. Now, I don't know how you feel about uh, Guardians 2, man. I know, you know, I was doing research and everything, trying to put together this list, which this list was hard to put together. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. This was, uh thought it was going to be easy, but this was this was pretty tough. So, uh, 
Uh, I know a lot of for a lot of people, Guardians two may not crack a top tens list, man. But I, I I'm a big fan of Guardians two. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for one thing, you know, I'll start out with the uh the family aspect of it, man. Kind of the same reason why people tune in to to Mandalorian or kind of caught their eye, man. You know, I got the kiddos at home. They saw Baby Groot was like, oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so so. You know, it kind of grabbed me that, man. And and for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a dad, I love movies that I can sit down and watch, you know, as a family movie. Uh, When we when both worlds can collide like that, it's a winner for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And me and the kids can sit down and watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and fully engage and and tune in. So uh, for that, it's got to be in my top 10 for for that for that reason. And, And maybe for that reason alone, man. But um i like the story man um i like the story and i like the cast i like the ensemble uh you know the the director of guardians of the galaxy 2 is the uh genius james gunn yeah uh i mean geez bro this guy makes some amazing films and to say that he knocked it out the park with the cast of uh guardians of the galaxy would be an understatement you know uh this ensemble yeah. arguably to me are is arguably the best that the mcu has to offer you know i can with, see with, that can see that yeah when the, when when that cast gets on the screen man it's just magic you know you got some of the, the greatest quotes from drax you know yeah. uh for me this is the perfect casting for chris pratt you know because you get that that andy dwyer guy but as a superhero i mean it's perfect you know what i'm saying because you know i get it like actors don't want to be typecast you know they they want to they want to do different things you know so i know chris pratt has it in him he wants to uh be a uh action action hero action star and everything like that but uh man he's he's his best he's doing his best work whenever he's being silly and and you know he has that comedic uh feel to him man so uh yeah it's it's perfect man and you got zoe zeldana who's always at her best when she's some color uh was <laughs> <laughs> she blue or she green you know you about to get a blockbuster you about to get a, a billy out of that one man so uh no, it's just it's just great, bro. It's just great. What's 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 your thoughts on Guardians too? I, I I can see why you put it that put it on your top ten. It's not on mine. Uh, <laughs> um, I agree with you. Great cast. Uh, Chris Pratt, Pratt. You know, he got to really flex his uh, his acting chops. He's always been charming type person, so I think that that fits in. I think that's one of star. Star Lord's uh superpowers. It's just kind of has has that charm about him. Um yeah. and then just you got these people that you you know didn't expect to to be a team to be a team. That's always fun to watch. The thing that I think um that stands out the most is probably Yondo's death. Like that was that was the part that made it a good like a one of one of one of the better movies. Yeah, but I think because of the way the first movie takes you on all these like it's like an adventure that you know they're going to all these different places exploring the galaxy of the MCU. 
and then to kind of have it like just kind of base their story in one like spot uh i forgot what they call it in tv the bottle oh the bottle yeah cap. yeah yeah it kind of kind of kind of felt like that in the theater like ah oh, man we're we're not going to explore and see all these little aliens or you know see like a, a galactic bar or a galactic fight or two other planets so it was just it was kind of like it was don't get me wrong good story whatever it was but my expectation of kind of like exploring yeah. was not was not satisfied in that in that second movie the the character stuff was satisfied but the exploring like the other galaxy was not so i got you i got you there's no wrong answers <laughs> you know what i'm saying there there's is. no wrong answers <laughs> I'm not mad at it not being uh on your list, man. But uh like I say, that's definitely one for me that's uh that's a good one. It is, it is. Um but yeah, man, Guardians 2. I like that I'm I'm you know ready and I'm anxious to to see how they uh you know what they do with, with the third installment that's uh, coming out real soon. At the yeah. time of this recording, we uh two weeks away. Man, are we that close? On the single day mile. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, man. Um, let's go ahead and jump on to number eight. What you got for number eight, man? Number eight on the MCU top ten list. Coming in, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Thor Ragnarok. So what's 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 uh how did how did Ragnarok get to section eight? <laughs> oh man yeah i know um a lot of people may have this one higher i would think because um i mean come on it's a great movie it's a it great is, it great is. movie yeah um man please excuse me for the mispronouncing of this name uh i i, I know who he is but the pronouncing of the name is always gets me uh but uh tico watiti mm. uh is the director of this film man you just call that uh, man tickle yeah, took me almost directed uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Um, he did a great job. He did. he did an amazing job, man. Uh, obviously, man, the significance of of Ragnarok, I think everybody would agree, is just the tonal shift that you had, you know, yeah. from the original Thor, man, and and just what a great decision, you know, to 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 inject that that natural charm and humor that uh chris Hemsworth has and uh you know bringing it to the to the mcu for you know for that character um so that's off to them for doing that man you know you could tell from the trailer you know when when thor gets excited and sees hulk it's like yeah, i know him <laughs> from work you know it's like it's that's just awesome you know yeah. and it, it was just great to see that but um even with that, man, it kind of, kind of, I don't want to say started the trend because um, before that, obviously, I mean, we just talked about Guardians, right? I mean, they they did a great job of incorporating the humor and high stakes, uh, you know, within a movie. Even though yeah. I will say, uh, well, my bad. I don't want to get to that just yet. But anyway, okay, okay. okay. I, was, I was about to spoil something for 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 a later uh, pick, but um, Ragnarok, man, had 
had high stakes and, you know, bled beautifully into, you know, the highest stakes that the MCU had at that point, you know, in uh, phase three, I believe, right? Uh, yeah. Bled right into the events of, of Endgame. Uh, you had Thor and Loki lose their dad, you know, in a very uh, like dramatic scene, man, in a dramatic way. Yeah, man, it, yeah. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, man. It's, that movie is is like basically about loss, man. Yeah. Who's lost more uh in the MCU than Thor? Yeah, man. He lost his mom the, the movie before, his dad in that one. Um in that movie he lost his home, his eye, and his best friends, all of his friends, dead. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they pop up on the scene, dead. They, didn't have, they, they looked at the script and it just said dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, it's just awful. I don't know why it's funny. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, because they don't, they don't take the time. Like, if you really sit back and you think about Ragnarok and then Thor in general, you just like yeah man it's he's yeah it's a depressing thing and then and in some some you know comics he loses his arm so i'm like he still got stuff to lose you know so yeah yeah man thor thor goes through it but they they i think they like kind of have him as a kobe mechanism of just kind of laughing it off and just keep fighting like but really man the you get a glimpse of his depression like in the end game but still, it's not really, man. That dude is just, yeah. Yeah, man. He, uh, yeah, we did We did get a glimpse of how, you know, the depression finally kind of gets to him uh, in Endgame. But, uh, yeah, nobody's lost more. No no one has lost more in the MCU than than Thor. Uh, but, it, but. You know, it's it's one of those things. I mean, we've talked about it like like personally before, you know, like how do you deal with loss? I mean, there's no right way to deal with it. You know, Thor is a god. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna like lose people. Yeah. He'll he'll live to be thousands of years old, and you know, people that he know will uh not not be here any longer, you know. So it's it's tough. It's crazy. But even even with all of that, you know, all of the loss happening and everything like that, the movie still manages to um, just have a real silly tone to it. Just an enjoyable, very fun watch. Uh, and that's, you know, credit to the um, to the director, credit to everybody involved with the movie, man. Yeah. Just, just one of my favorites. It's a good uh, rewatch. It is. And it's got some good good soundtrack too, man. Does I can I can't remember anything in particular uh with the with the soundtrack. Yeah, man, you need to go back and check that out. I will take your I will take your word for it. I will take your word for it, man. So yeah, we got we got we got Ragnarok at number eight. Like I say, I know some people may have that that one a little bit higher on their list, but um Hey, I'm gonna go with it at uh at eight on my list. All right, so coming in at number seven on the top ten MCU list, 
the one the one that started it all off, bro. The one that kicked off this whole train, man. 2008. 2008, the resurgence of Robert Downey Jr., the comeback, possibly the greatest comeback of any actor in cinematic film history. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, this, this, what, what, what can be said? I know, you know, some people may have this, uh, you know, Iron Man higher on their list, man. But for me, it's coming in at, at number seven. Uh, Iron Man, man bro. Tell me, tell me why when you were going through the whole thing of Robert Downey Jr., I, I had gospel music in the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> he has returned. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, who's more thankful for the Iron Man franchise than Robert Downey Jr.? You know, and let's talk about perfect freaking casting. You know, there's there's nobody else that can be Iron Man but RDJ, you know? Who could who could fill those shoes? Uh, nobody, nobody can get getting in there. There's some people that look like him, but uh, and they just can't can't do it, man. Nah, man. Uh, so yeah, this was the one that kicked it off. Like I say, 2008, John Favreau. I mean, bruh, us as as nerds and consumers of the MCU properties and just good content in general, man. You know, we should all get on our knees for John Favreau. You know what I'm saying? He he made it. He made it all happen, bro. We owe him a lot. You know, a lot of good times, a lot of good, good hours spent in movie theaters because of this guy and uh, and Robert Downey Jr. and and uh, Marvel Studios for taking the major risk on Robert Downey Jr. Everybody knows the the story at this point, man. I mean, he was literally uninsurable. You know, you couldn't trust. You didn't know what was going to happen. You know, this movie, the original Iron Man had to pop it had to be what it was you know otherwise we we're not making this list right now we're not talking about this there is no you know in game there is no black panthers there's there's nothing there's none of this bro so this movie man talk about stakes it had to go the way that it did and for me this one's a great rewatch you know, I can I can go back right now and, and rewatch this movie, and it's it's still amazing as as the first time that that I've seen it. Yeah, man. Um, it, it, it did a lot, man. It did, it made good money. It was good graphics. Uh, brought in something kind of fresh for the hero genre or superhero genre for movies, man. It definitely did did his did his did his job and what it's supposed to do, um, and then escalated it to or pushed it to uh new heights for what what could be possibly done like you know and i think having someone who has like imagination there with like john favreau yeah it's good it was trips me out man because i remember watching john and john favreau and like swingers and um other movies that were just like with him and uh he used to make movies with uh oh man i can went blank Vince Vaughn, huh? Was it Vince Vaughn? Yeah, yeah, Vince Vaughn, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you definitely would. You, you don't. You don't think of him as an actor, you know, it, when when he portrays certain roles to be the genius behind, you know, such creative works like like Iron Man and uh, just all of the franchises and, and things, you know, Star Wars and and, and just just all the stuff that he's he's put a stamp on, man. Yeah. 
Credit to him, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out to that dude. Um, yeah, I think Iron Man is just significant for what for what it started up, man. Like, there's nothing really thing I could say or bad or anything. I still will always be curious to see what uh Iron Man would have been. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, absolutely. Yes, you're absolutely right, man. The biggest tragedy that we got out of the the Iron Man uh sequels is that we did not have the great Terrence Howard return to reprise his role uh, as Rhodey, as, as Rhodey, man. So, yeah, we did not get the Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. Uh, but no, uh, so many great things that, that we could go. I mean, we could do an entire episode on Iron Man and the significance of what Iron Man meant to, uh, to Marvel. But in the sake of moving along through this list, we're going to go ahead and go to uh, my number six. Out of curiosity, though, before we move on to number six, where did Iron Man rank uh, on, on your list? Or was it even on your top ten list? I, I, I think I might have had him on, like, you know, ten. I don't think it was, you know, it was kind of like more of like you're saying. Like, you got to put it on there because it's, you know, one of the headliners. You know, you know what I mean? It started it all. So, yeah. yeah. Gotta so what you got? Respect. Yeah, definitely. What you got for this? Uh, we're on six, man. Number six, man. Number six on the top ten MCU Marvel movie list. Spider Man: No Way Home. Spider Man: No Way Home, man. Uh, directed by John Watts. Uh, I'm really not too familiar with with his work, but I tell you what, he did a hell of a job uh, with this movie. Uh, just incredible, man. You know, obviously, I think this one, the reason why it's not like top five on my list in particular is because it's impossible to keep a secret in Hollywood nowadays, man. You know, imagine if we would have went into that movie, if they would have dropped just just basic trailers, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden we get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield walking through the portals. Oh, my God. I mean, you talking about. Not only would my mind have exploded off my body, I would have had the biggest boner in that movie theater, sitting by children and and whatever. I mean, it would have it would have been bad. I would have been banned, but it would have been worth it. I tell you that. Uh, but it was it was amazing, man. I mean, one of the most enjoyable movie going experiences. You know, we've talked about that, man. You know, it, it may sound silly to some people, but man watching a good movie and having, you know, such a pivotal thing and an awesome thing happen. And you're surrounded by people who are just as engaged and has that level of fandom that yeah. you have. Uh, and everybody's like, Oh, on and on and cheering. And bruh, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's like a very memorable uh, thing, you know, and there's, there's some movies. Uh, I think we discussed, we might do a, a top five list of, of, of movies, uh, of memorable experiences uh, like that uh so look forward to that for sure but um that's that one's definitely on my list man i mean just goosebumps yeah. bro yeah. yeah uh so much so much fandom uh you know it was great man you know what 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 you think man where would this one uh rank rank for you i mean you know that's top five man for all the reasons you just ex explained like top five has to be um, I'm actually surprised it's not, you know, a couple places higher for you. Um, I, I just think there's 
other movies that got you into MCU. That's probably why it's not top five. But, uh, you know, top five for me, man, is it, just a great movie. For somebody who's a Spider-Man fan, uh, you know, it was, it was great to see. And and although we knew that we heard rumblings of Toby and Andrew coming back, it still had an effect. But what I didn't expect was for uh, Aunt May to die. Yeah. Like, like, Hot Aunt and, May. And, yeah. And, and uh, that emotional part of it, man, I'm just like, man, like they're, they're, they just hit on that. I don't think I really have anything negative to really say other than I wanted more, but who doesn't, you know? Uh, but yeah, man. It was, uh, I mean, just the, the way that they were able to give the fandom, but it wasn't cheesy fandom. It wasn't like, oh, you know, we're going to get a cameo from the old Spider-Man, you know, they're going to come in or we're going to get a cameo from the original villains, you know, from these movies. No, bro. It was an incredible story. It encapsulated with with all of that as well. I mean, bro, Willem Dafoe, oh my God, killed it. I thought he did a better job in this one than he did, you know, as the original villain in Spider-Man 2. And he did a good job in that one. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, I know the reports came out saying that he he wanted to do his thing. And if he didn't get, you know, was 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 able to really have a, a huge arc in the movie as a villain, then he wasn't going to do it. And, you know, I'm glad that they gave him what he wanted, you know, and he well, was able to give, you know, the type of role that we know he's capable of. Man, he he knocked it out the park. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, it was great, man. And like you say, the emotional stakes along with just the, the fandom losing uh Han Aunt May is, is what I call her. Cause uh, you know, they definitely gave us a, a, a baddie in Aunt May than the old decrepit one that they gave us with the uh the Toby McGuire. Hey. <laughs> she was already dead. No. <laughs> hey, my favorite my favorite scene on Spider-Man one is whenever she's Green Goblin's coming to the house and she's praying. And he's like, say it. And she's like, Ew. <laughs> you gotta find that man. If you find oh, that, yes. that is like right there, boy. <laughs> that's like that's some bad acting right there. Yeah, no, that's she up, sucked. That's up there with the Ten Commandments scene in the <laughs> with the water splitting. <laughs> Which was dope as a kid. <laughs> had to watch that every Easter. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, bro. Well, no, yeah. No way home was definitely a good time, man. Very fun. Uh, watch a great rewatch. Uh, just an incredible movie. And you're right. Uh, people will probably have this higher on the list, but um, let's get into the reasons why it's my number six and get into okay. the, uh, the top five. five. Oh, here we go. Top five, man. This one may not crack other people's top five, but as I teased earlier, um, my top five, my number five uh, MCU movie on our top five Marvel list is my movie that got my fandom blood juice going, bro. I mean, this is the movie that made me a superstar fan, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Captain America Civil War, man. Captain we understand America, Civil War. We understand that. Yeah. Um, like I say, man, I know, you know, some people may not agree. You know, I've, I've seen debates going back and forth on uh, people not really 
uh, they don't think it stands the test of time. They don't uh, really agree with the dilemma that that Cap is facing with uh, the Sokovia cards. They they think it's a little cheesy just to kind of serve as a plot point. For me, no, not at all, man. I, I completely understand it. We talked about with Winter Soldier. It's so grounded. I completely understand Cap's conundrum, you know, because it's like, damn, yes. I can see it from both sides, man. I understand Tony coming in saying, hey, you know, we need oversight. And it's from the unlikeliest of, of people, right? Because you you view Iron Man as like that that rogue guy, you know, the guy that's like, I am Iron Man, you know, talking shit, you know, and it's like, if if you were to get anybody, you know, wanting to side with the government, uh, you you would think it would be a military guy in, in cap, you know, but right, right. it's kind of, you know, size of the opposite coin there. Uh, so I get what Tony's coming from. You know, you get the emotional aspect of the mom saying, hey, you know, you killed my son in, in, in Sokovia. Uh, so you you see what what Iron Man is dealing with. Um you know, but you also, I can also identify with, with Cap, man. The strongest hands are, are their own. And, I mean, one of the dopest lines I thought, you know, you get Ross saying, like, yo, do you know where, where, where you know, Thor and Banner are right now? You know, if I was to lose some nukes, you you bet your ass there'd be consequences. You know what I'm saying? It, like, makes you think, well, yeah, this is true. You know, maybe the Avengers do need some of So, for that, I don't understand how anybody could, you know, uh, not feel like it's that 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 plot point is something that makes complete and total sense you know you can see how it could escalate to the point uh to where it did in the movie um you know i, th- I think it was something that you know very easily could be uh you know make sense and, and, and is could be followed by even like a novice uh you know fan of, of these movies you know right, what i'm right. saying um and obviously, I mean, we got the introduction of uh, arguably some of the best characters uh, the MCU introduced in this movie, man. You got yeah. the introduction of T'Challa, you know, the Black Panther, and uh, they brought in Spider-Man in this movie as well, which I thought was a dope intro. Instead of doing a uh, full-on origin story, uh, they brought Spider-Man in in a, in a very cool way. Yeah, man. Sorry. You already know who he is. So. Yeah. Um. But man, what you think, man? You think I got uh, uh, Civil War a little too close to number one on my list, or where would where would you rank this thing? What you think, man? Knowing, knowing you, I'm surprised that I thought it would be higher because because of how much you really like the Civil War, the concept, the breakdown. It, it, it's kind of weird that people would be like, ah, I don't see how they're gonna fight against it when we live in a country where people fight where whether or not to wear a mask uh, during the pandemic. Hmm. So, <laughs> facts. You know, you know, it's just little things like like that that we get uh, strung out on. Um, but yeah, man, overall, it's a good movie. Um, I think I'm still watching it. Whenever it came out, I'm still kind of amazed that they're actually doing this. the The only thing I thought they I would have wanted is more characters. But really, what can you 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 start going over? Over budget, and you want more? Too much. Well, you know, man, the first Civil War, I, I had that. Uh, there was a, there was a video game based off the Civil War comic books, and there was like a bunch of characters in there. So you kind of like, for somebody who hears, oh, they're doing Civil War, I'm like, okay, well, they at least need about, you know, 
15, 20 characters like flying around doing stuff before I knew what, yeah. what MCU was trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it makes sense now the size and, and what what's going on. I think it was more like a civil battle than a war. Uh, but I get it. Like you got to have that war in there to make it more epic, right? Yeah. Uh, but man, that, you know, it was a great way for them to do, like you said, introduce some new characters. Uh, thought that everybody made sense while they were there. And the the, the best the best line for me is when uh, Hawkeye is trying to introduce himself to, to Black Panther. And he's like, hey, I'm Clint. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> You know, that, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Times I want to tell people that. Like, all right, I'm this. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T'Challa was a real one with that one, bro. <laughs> don't care. I don't yeah. give a damn who you are, bro. You in my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. Yeah, now, so, yeah, Civil War was that movie. Like I say, after this movie came out, um, not to say that I wasn't a fan of of the MCU. Obviously, like I just explained, you know, Iron Man uh, I thought was was incredible, and it's still a great rewatch for me. But this one was the one that took it from nine to ten. You know, turned yeah, yeah. Uh, it turned that notch, and I was like, you know what? You know, it was like going to the to the movies to uh, see the Marvel movies on the release date wasn't so much of a huge thing for me until Civil War. You know, right. it it was like, oh man, you know, maybe I'll catch it this weekend, or maybe I'll catch it, you know, the next weekend. It wasn't like so much like it's a must see, like the day it comes out after Civil War was like, oh hell no, I I don't care what's going on. You know, wife's pregnant, she needs to go to the hospital. I don't care. <laughs> you know, like we're going to the damn movies. You know, we gotta we gotta see this. Because uh, because because for me, I was like, oh, they actually did it. They they. They brought Spider-Man into this thing when you know Spider-Man should not be touched. Like you, you've never seen like the Fantastic Four, X-Men, or Spider-Man interact with each other on a live action movie at all yeah. to this point. So they did that. Then they brought in a black man wearing a cat suit, and nobody was sitting there laughing about it or joking about it. They took it seriously, and the dude who acted did well. Like you got a full six-foot man in a cat suit. <laughs> <laughs> and not, and to, not he, to mention his name is black panther yeah 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 <laughs> you know and, um, uh, and he's in there man and they, and people were just kind of like they're going with it so yeah yeah and like you did it man. for me flawless movie absolutely flawless movie man uh yeah just the stakes were high the 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 villain you know uh we haven't really talked about uh you know the villains. So, oh, and by the way, the the director of, of this movie with the, the Russo brothers, uh, as well. Obviously, you know we talked about the tone and everything. Uh, this more so my speed. You know what what I like. Um, yeah. Zemo, just an incredible villain, man. You know, yeah. The thing about me, man, villains of a movie, and I think you would agree with this. When you have a good villain, uh the things that make a, a good villain and a good movie in particular is when, you know, the stakes aren't always super cheesy, aren't always like, Oh man, you know, we got to save the world. You know, if we don't stop this villain, then the world's going to explode or some, something crazy or a universe is going to evaporate or something nuts. You know, when the stakes are something like you had in this movie where it's like, okay, maybe the world's not at stake, but this guy did exactly what he set out to accomplish. He drove yeah. a wedge in between 
the 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 heroes you know our heroes you know that that we love and he actually succeeded yeah yeah he he's a villain that succeeded like he's the first villain to succeed and and you you're kind of like uh you kind of like oh, i can't really knock him like for doing it like he, he had yeah. uh, every reason to do it anybody else that would have had the opportunity to do so to revisit their family would do it we, we watch movies all the time we're rooting for the guy who's revenging their family in another yep. in another concept another look he's actually the good guy and exactly yeah you tell it from a different from a different perspective you're rooting you're rooting for him you know yeah you know of course you know in this in this movie the way that it was told you know you're not rooting for him you know because what it's, makes a really great villain is when you are on the fence like damn you know maybe i should be rooting for the, for the yeah. villain you know but be, uh be, because if you look at the boys he's doing no different than the boys taking out the heroes uh, who, who in the boys? Uh, Zumo's Z- Zumo is doing like butcher is taking down the. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the a seven. good point. That's a great. Uh, yeah, that's a great comparison. It is. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it is kind of the same thing. So yeah, that story is being told from you know the butcher's per- uh, perspective. You know, as if you know he's he's Zemo. So yeah, bro. Uh, that does make a lot of sense, man. So his reasoning for doing what he was doing made a lot of sense. Like I say, the stakes weren't like super ridiculous to where you're like, uh, look, I know they're not going to blow up the world, you know, cause they got to make <laughs> more of these movies, you know? So, you know, sometimes when you sit down and watch like these kind of movies, when the stakes are too high, it kind of takes you out of it. Cause you're like, you don't really believe that, that what's the stake is going to happen. Right. You know, like I say, you know, that they aren't going to kill off all of the freaking main characters. So you're kind of engaged in it. Like, okay, how are they going to get out of it? Because you know they are. But with yeah. this, with something like this, it's like, damn, you know, he did exactly what he set out to accomplish. It was smart villainy, uh, and, and he executed, you know. Uh, so I don't know, man. Like I say, flawless uh, flawless movie for me. Got yeah. me into the MCU. Uh, <laughs> and the sake of moving on, because like I say, man, I think most of these movies on this list, we could go on for... 30 minutes hour top man just talking about it so that was uh number five on the on the mcu list uh so, so let's got for number four yeah man moving on to number four on the top 10 mcu movie list guardians of the galaxy one okay yeah guardians of the galaxy part one man uh, i agree yeah i mean uh obviously you know this was the this was the original jump off, man. Everything that we said about volume two, uh, you know, James Gunn, uh, you know, they they brought together just the perfect cast of uh of heroes, you know, the most unlikeliest of cast. Uh you know, we don't have to reiterate everything that we talked about, uh, you know, about about volume two, because we kind of went in on how it is, you know, kind of the perfect characters. The only knock that I would have on this movie uh is just like we talked about villains. I don't I don't think the villain was was, you know, that strong. You know what I'm saying? But obviously he was like a pawn to uh to Thanos, you know, but uh uh Ronan was it Ron, Ronan the Conqueror or whatever. He wasn't yeah, yeah. he wasn't a, a strong, strong, strong villain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But 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 here's the thing about Guardians of the Galaxy and why it's like top five. Guardians is the first one where you got a people accepted the ridiculousness that comic books could be. 
Yeah. I mean, you got a talking raccoon and a talking tree, talking to two people that are painted fully full on green, head to toe. Yeah. And a dude is just, just being goofy. So you have all these things and people are just eating up and accepting what it is. And in order for you to, to focus on that, to accept that stuff, you got to have just a kind of a generic bad guy that's going to be, you know, to, that's going to be the same trope so that it's actually showing how it's against the trope of the regular movie that you're accustomed to. So okay. if if he's a if he's the methodical, methodical like calculated villain, then you're going to be focused on this villain versus you could, you're going to be, you need, I need you to pay attention to what's going on here versus yeah. over there. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, more so of the uh, the character development of the heroes, not so not not so much taking the focus away with the complex uh, villain. Yeah, because I because I, I feel the same way. I'm mean, when you when you rewatch and you think about it, as many villains as they've had before, then and after, you kind of like, man, this guy's like whatever. Oh but yeah, he's a bottom tier. Bottom yeah, tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you really forget about him, but it's not until you think about Star Lord. Being like, I'm dancing, like I'm dance battling you, bro. <laughs> this is overall reaction yeah. of like, what? That's what it was about. Like that that moment of what? Like I'm about to destroy this whole world. Like I need you to be groveling and all this stuff. Yeah. And this dude starts dancing. You like, uh, and that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's peak uh Chris Pratt, man. Shout out to him, dude. I mean, just just incredible. Uh, I love the, the the story, man. If people haven't haven't heard, you know, the story when they're uh, I think they were meeting with the collector, and uh, he's getting out the orb that that has the Infinity Stone in it, <laughs> and he drops it. <laughs> and he gets back up with it real quick to give it to him. Completely improvised, you know, like he dropped <laughs> it for real in the scene, and that was that was just him being him, man. And they decided to just leave that in as is. Um, yeah. Like I say, yeah, just just perfect casting, bro. Just just an yeah. incredible job. Um, and yeah, my favorite ensemble cast of of any of any team in the in the MCU. Um, and to your point, to your point, man. Uh, you know, you you talked about the ridiculousness of those type of characters. You know, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I say, this movie came out before Civil War, so this is like you know one of the movies for me originally. You know, when I saw it, I was like, oh the hell a talking raccoon a tree yeah, yeah, that only yeah. says i am group you know <laughs> i wasn't first in line you know on the opening weekend to go see this but the reason why it's number four uh on this list is that it was so good it changed my mind you know it was like oh no this movie is awesome you know damn the whole craziness of the talking raccoon rocket's awesome you know what I'm saying? Like right, right. To, to, with the stakes being yeah. as high as they were trying to escape from the prison, telling them that he needs that guy's leg. <laughs> I mean, bro, just amazing, yeah. amazing, complex uh, character, man. Definitely has like the, the little man syndrome, you know, everything like that. It, it's uh Yeah. Just yeah. like all these movies, man, so much, so much can be said about uh, about this movie as well. Yeah. But that uh, rounds us up to top three right now, man. Yeah, man. Uh, without further ado, let's do it. Let's go to number three, official number three on the MCU, <laughs> a Marvel movie list. 
I know when I when we talked about this before, you you were a little surprised that this was not my number one. Yeah. Uh, in game, in game, man, in game is coming in at number three. So this is what this would this is uh, technically would be the number four uh, Avengers movie. We had the original Avengers. We had Age of Ultron, Infinity War, then uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, number four. Yeah, so obviously, you know, the ensemble cast. What what can be said about Endgame, man? I mean, obviously, this was the combination of what uh, twenty movies, you know, from two thousand eight until what twenty nineteen. Uh, uh, at at that point, um, just when had that ever yeah. ever been done? I mean, it's it's never been done before. No. Uh, so that right there was just an, an incredible feat. Uh, you know, you 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 come back in with uh the the tone setters, uh, and the Russo brothers uh directing this film, man. So, yeah, man. uh, it just had an incredible feel to it, man. Uh, Jesus, there's so much that I want to say about this movie. I mean, this is another one that was like, uh, uh just so satisfying just a satisfying movie going experience man uh you know obviously uh people don't know you know watching and listening to this right now man we have a tradition uh that was set after civil war (laughs) or at some point man we we go see these movies uh the night before they come out you know officially you know the movies drop on fridays officially we go you know every thursday when a new movie drops uh and we don't we don't miss like I say, no, no matter what, no. what's going on with the families, we don't we don't miss. Uh, yeah, you get them spoilers if you do. Yeah, man, this was probably you know the number one most satisfying uh, movie going experience. You know, just so much, man. Uh, when when Cap lifted the hammer, uh, you got the cheers. Uh, when uh you know avengers assemble you got the cheers uh dude you know on your left you know when 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 you got everybody come you know coming back through the portals uh i'm gonna be honest i ain't gonna lie you know your boy was your boy was shedding some tears you know i was i was in i was in my fields man when when they started jumping out them portals you know and 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 and, you know you first seen you know t'challa i was like bro black panther's back man you know you seen spider-man jump through you're like yo he's back you know it was just absolutely incredible man just just chilling you know goosebumps man they knew exactly what they was doing you know that's you you want to talk about big dick energy they knew the way that they framed those scenes they were like oh yeah we're gonna get them with this we're gonna we're gonna get them with this bro uh just just everything that it meant man and uh the combination like i said man rounding off just all of the arcs that you got yeah. you know originally from 2008 man you know you got iron man as the self-centered you know playboy who don't give a damn about nothing you know never willing to make the sacrifice plays and nothing and you got cap who's all about that life you know i'm jumping on the grenade you know i'm all yeah, about yeah. this sacrifice life to you know them flip-flopping 
almost in a sense, you know, then, you know, you got Iron Man who has everything in the world to lose, man. He got, you know, the wife, the kids, you know, like, like everything. Now he's given up, he's given it all up, you know, to sacrifice for the better, betterment of the world. And you got Cap who's like, you know, now at this point, like, damn, you know, I need to listen to Tony and, and, and see, what, life. see what this life thing is all about, you know, yeah. and it's just like, they, you know, Marvel has a way, man, just an incredible way, you know, Kevin Feige, all of them, man, uh, and throwing you for a loop, you know, in a very, in a, in a good way. Um, yeah. This, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it's, it's probably one of the better, it's probably one of the best movie-going experience that I've had. And with all, exactly with everything that you're saying, man, I'm, I'm lined up with it, man. It felt like in the middle of the movie, they said, we're going to do a clip show, like when you watch a season finale or a series finale of, of a TV show from back in the 90s. And they'll be like, remember the time we went to the roller coaster uh, extravaganza or something, whatever, and then they <laughs> flash back to, to that to that moment so you can relive it. They did that too. Yeah. Um, they uh, just allow like people, it felt, it felt like if you look at the time, they're probably all together on screen to get like, all the Avengers. Every character was probably on screen for probably maybe three minutes. Right. But in that moment, three minutes felt like 20 minutes of just receiving just nothing but, but whatever they had for us. Yeah. And then they stressed it out in the beginning with having Thanos just like, man, I'm gonna fight these dudes one-on-one on three or three against one. And then they're still not even matched. Yeah. And, and you, when you, Still, still, if you if you watch that scene where uh, Thor's hammer goes to Captain America, there's no way you can't replay that excitement in your head of when the whole crowd, when the audience saw that, and just was like screaming and like getting hyped up, man. Yeah. So, but what else? What else can be said about this in game, man? Yeah, bro. I'm yeah. That this is another one that we could absolutely. I mean, just just talk for hours on. Uh... You know, <laughs> I was surprised too when I was like, "It's not, it's not my number one." Uh, you know, I think for you, you you said that it officially be your number two, correct? Yeah, number two, number two. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, it just had you in the feels as well, man. Um, just, just I mean, obviously, man, the actors that they are able to get in these movies is insane. You know. Uh, who would have ever thought that we'd get A-list actors in in these movies? You know, I mean, it, it it's, it's it's the best thing for their for them, I think, man. Yeah, I mean, these are the new blockbusters. At least you know, at the time of uh of Endgame, you know, maybe transitioning now. I mean, some movies, uh, like like Top Gun and um. Some other things, my mind is going blank. But some some other movies have, have you know, the, the cinema is, is is going to the movies and the theaters are kind of is kind of being recaptured now. But I mean, for a long stretch, man, uh, these these are were just the blockbusters. These were the ones. These were the movies, with, with you know that that are the the must see movies. So yeah, you know, yeah. you're bringing in some a list actors. I mean, we're just giving some incredible uh, performances. You know. Yeah. You, you got to be stone hearted to not get in your feels looking at uh, your Tony, 
you know, just I am Iron Man, do that snap, and uh, no more Iron Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's nuts. You know, it's it just, it, it, like I say, we've been watching these movies since 2008. You know, we know these characters. They're almost like part of the family. Right. You know, so like losing losing Tony, man, was, uh, you know, like, like we say, the reason why we go and see these movies so so early, they got to see them is because of spoilers like that. Imagine if somebody would have told us that that was going to happen, you know, <laughs> we were ready to strangle somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, not Tony. <laughs> not Tony. Man. Yeah, man. But no, just straight up, straight up incredible. Um, I know one of the things that I that I that I heard, and I don't agree with this at all, but one of the knocks that I would hear people say is that they didn't um hundred percent agree with the way that Ant-Man came back out of the, the quantum realm, uh just by chance of uh a, a rat you know stepping on the thing in the yeah, yeah, in the van yeah, yeah i'm gonna tell you i think of everything that's probably the most accurate thing that probably happened in the movie <laughs> <laughs> straight up man for real because if you think if you think about it they were in new york right new york is i think uh you you can look this up man and people can correct me if i'm wrong i think rats outnumber people three to one in New York currently, like already. Yeah. But this movie was based five years after a snap that eradicated, you know, half of the people yeah. in New York. Yeah. So obviously you got people that are like, damn these rats, whatever. I just lost <laughs> Nana, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody yeah, yeah. really out there trying to exterminate anything. They ain't worried about the rats, bro. So you got rats just multiplying like crazy. Rats just everywhere. Uh, it's surprising that it didn't happen sooner. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I would say it's the reverse for me, man. I I think it was inevitable that that would have happened. So I don't have any problem whatsoever with that particular uh uh plot point. So I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. Um, what what I didn't expect, and we've talked about this before, is the level uh that Ant Man his role that he would play in in this whole thing. You know, when I first saw the Ant-Man movies coming out, uh, spoiler, Ant-Man is my number one movie for this Marvel list. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> when I originally saw like Ant-Man movie, I was like, the hell is the Ant-Man, bro? Are they getting desperate, you know, for, for heroes at this point? You know, you're just trying to make movies. But yeah. uh, obviously, not no knock on Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's amazing. But I didn't expect the level of... Of which the role that he would play in these movies, man, he knocked it out the park. I mean, this thing has gone a little bit longer than we expected, uh, which expected, but still expected at the same time. Like I say, man, we could talk about this uh, for hours, and we do. Uh, it's just we we're doing it officially for the for the for the pod for the video, man. But anyway, without further ado, let's get into the number two movie in the MCU. Uh, Marvel movie list, man. Coming in at number two, Black Panther. Yeah. Black Panther. Wakanda forever, man. Black Panther, directed by the genius, Mr. Ryan Coogler. Uh, man, I, I don't want to have to rush through talking about this movie, man, because, you know, let's, let's give it the obvious nod, man. This is the 
only MCU movie, or correct me if I'm wrong, at the, at the time, it was the only MCU movie to get nominated for Best Picture Oscar. I'm not sure if that's changed since, but to say that that's the case, you know, this was a hell of a movie. Mm. Uh, uh, just an incredible ensemble cast, man. The late, great Chadwick Boseman, man. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's another guy that he is T'Challa. You know, he is Black Panther. You know, there's no there's no one else who who could play that role, you know, just like uh RDJ, you know, and Iron Man, uh shoot, like Jamie Foxx and Ray. There's no there's no other <laughs> T'Challa. You know, that's him. That's him. He is that yeah, he, guy. He embodied it. He did, man. Uh absolutely incredible movie. Uh the reason why it's so high on my list is uh like we were talking about earlier when it comes to high stakes villains uh killmonger man michael b jordan uh absolutely incredible villain i mean shoot when you talk about identifying with a villain during that movie bro it was like oh t'challa might be tripping you know i think i'm 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 with i'm with i'm with killmonger yeah most definitely man most definitely yeah, and you know, I know, I know, I'm not saying uh, something that you know. That, that's why that's part of the reason why the movie is so good. I mean, every everyone feels, uh, you know, would identify with that, you know, and and just the way that he went out, man, his death scene, probably the most memorable death scene of anybody in the MCU. Uh, like, man, I, you know, I ain't trying to be no slave to this place. I ain't trying to be no slave for nobody, man. Bury right. me like like my ancestors. I mean. Incredible, man. Yeah, there, there, there wasn't anybody on screen that I didn't enjoy, and everybody on screen I could take take more of. I like bring them back. Yeah, and and that's hard to do when you have somebody like Chad Bo- Chad Chadwick Boseman who's like captivating himself as far as like when he's when he's doing his characters and when he's talking and when he's how he carries himself. You just kind of like, man, he 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 he's got it. And then you get in somebody like. Um, Michael B. Jordan, and you kind of, you kind of, you never really saw him in this type of light before. Most of the time, when you, before this, he's been pretty much kind of uh, clean cut. And if he is somebody that was kind of a little more rough on the edges, he was a good person in that in that in a bad circumstance. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. And he still he still is just about the way that he went about it. You know, and. Uh, so you 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 watch these two kind of go go against each other, and it's just it's great. To me, Black Panther was number one, and and the reason being is because you black. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just really what 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 stood out to me is like okay, the Marvel is willing to give out money and time and professionalism to. All yeah. their projects. If you if you give them the means, they're they're going to produce something that's worth um, your your ticket, yeah. you know. And I think they really saw that when it wasn't just comic book fans coming to see it or blockbuster fans going to watch it. Yeah, you know, like you said, it, it got recognition for the Academy, so there was other people, other demographics watching it outside of what the typical moviegoer would 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 do. So that's yeah. to me why it stands out because it 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 crossed over, 
It crossed yeah. over racial lines. It crossed over uh, genre lines. It crossed over just, you know, what film film would be considered. It, it crossed over this whole, this whole, a lot of different planes, which, uh, you know, Batman was able to do a little bit. The Dark Knight was able to do a little bit, but, um, you know, people were still be the amount of money or amount of views or amount of people that were talking about Black Panther yeah. just surpassed um, all these other things, man. And and I'll, I don't think uh, Infinity War, Infinity War, Civil, uh, uh, um, and and Endgame would have made really good numbers, right? It would have made whatever it was. Yeah. But you gained a whole nother audience by bringing in Black Panther. To, That's just facts. To me. That's to facts. Me. No, no, no. You're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. Uh, I don't think there's any debate uh with that i mean we just want to talk about uh crossing barriers and having an overlap man i mean yeah yeah man you know getting into the representation of of this whole thing you got a character called black panther you know think yeah. about that man i mean at the time it was like did you ever think i mean that was as shocking as a black president you know <laughs> <laughs> i was as shocked to see Disney, remember this is Disney. Marvel is Disney. I was as shocked to see Disney put out a movie called Black Panther <laughs> as I was when Barack Obama got elected president. You know, this was this was this was major. You know, let's not undersell how excited black people were to go to the theater to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and not only was it just amazing that the, the the studio was willing to put so much time, effort, and money into this project, but for it to be a freaking amazing movie, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to limit my my cussing. I wanted to say the full on f word. Thank you, man, that's good. Uh, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, it, it. If if it was any time that it deserved for me to say it, it was it was that time, man, because this was a great effing movie. Uh, and I, you know. Couldn't have been happier to see it, man. You know, black director, black cast, just oh, just just a great moment for black people. Andrew Lamar working on the soundtrack. Um, oh man, the, the director was doing did a great job. Absolutely, um, it, it it was just a great thing. I remember seeing the trailer for it on on my phone. I, my wife was pretty much like sleeping. I woke her up and said, "We're gonna see this." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I put the phone like in her face, like, you "Gotta see this." And she's kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." Just another, another thing that you into. But I'm like, "No, this this is about to be big, man." Yeah, this the one. Like, like, I, I've I've never been able to predict movies all that well, but I knew this was gonna do well just because I was like, "Man, not only did they put time into it, because Wakanda is like the city, is the country." In the MCU, like it's it's the utopia, uh, so to speak, in in, in the MCU, yeah. and and they delivered on that. And I was surprised, like not surprised, but I was uh, excited that they were that they were willing to or wanting to and showing that in, in this in this time frame, you know. Yeah. Anyway, man, we can, that one definitely we can talk hours about, but I, I want to make sure we get to your number one pick. Ah. Yeah, I, I I hate that we didn't spend as much time as we did on some other ones on Black Panther, man. But yeah, uh, that uh, Black Panther may be one that we just go back and and rewatch and do a full breakdown on. Can we agree on that? Definitely. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah, because uh, we didn't even talk about Lupita. Oh my God, how gorgeous was she mm -hmm. in both movies? 
uh, Angela Bassett for as old as she is. She the black of the berry, the 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 older the berry is with the juice, man. And uh, Angela Bassett to to Miss uh Miss Bassett. <laughs> I don't think she take any disrespect from that man. So yeah, um, but yeah, man. Along the same lines of talking about incredible villains, uh, you know, that's what makes a great movie for me. Like I said, uh, Killmonger was an incredible villain, uh, arguably the best MCU villain, but it was like neck and neck for me on what these movies are going to come down to on what the my de facto number one movie in the in the MCU would be. And what it came down to for myself, man, uh, was Infinity War. Um, I know, you know, it may be surprising, man. It's like, why why Infinity War over Endgame? Or why Infinity War over uh, Black Panther? Uh, You know, like I say, one of the things, man, just Thanos. Thanos was an incredible villain, you know. And after having such an incredible villain, now I have high expectations for Jonathan Majors as as Kane, mm. you know, uh, because man, you know, Thanos was terrifying. You know, the first yeah. real glimpse that we got of like Thanos being a badass and doing his thing, he beat the hell out of the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we've known from early on, like the Hulk is, you know, arguably like the strongest Avenger, man. So seeing him come in and just toss uh the hulk around and they like oh let him have his fun like oh hold on Thanos the real deal yeah. you know and his reasoning for 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 doing what he was doing you know wanting to collect the stones wanting to bring balance to the universe you know his reason is saying that you know when when these uh planets and these people use up these resources like they're abusing them and uh kind of the same thing like like killmonger you know what i'm saying like if some people up on top are using up the resources then you get people left like left on the bottom that that don't have yeah. enough resources yeah. you know you get this unbalanced you know yeah. so it's like damn okay well I, I see why Thanos is doing what he's doing I understand his plight um he just made a great villain to me man yeah in in, in some countries that's how people are trying to uh you know, maintain and help their resources is is trying to minimize their population. You know, they're not doing it in in snapping way, but they're trying to figure out ways to. If they can't increase their resources, they're gonna have to minimize the the users. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, you're absolutely right that that happens in real life. Yeah, as as insane it is as it is to say. Uh, that absolutely does happen, which is why, yes, outside of him being an, an alien uh, from outer space, legitimately, you know, in this movie, uh, it's it's you know kind of relatable. You yeah. know, you have re- people rise to power like that and make these kind of decisions, and if they can execute, you you get the repercussions, man. Yeah. So, um, the, go, go ahead. ahead. My, 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 go ahead. No, I, I was I was just gonna say, you know obviously this was like the you know kind of you could say the third you know full ensemble cast avengers movie with endgame being the fourth you know they obviously they go neck and neck they go hand in hand you know what when when do you ever leave a, a, a comic book movie leaving the theater and watching half of your freaking heroes be dusted away dead gone they lost 
No, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's a wreck. You know, the heroes did not succeed. You had a very chilling, heartfelt moment with Wanda having to kill off Vision. Yeah. You know, so Vision's dead. He's yeah. gone. He wasn't dusted. She killed him, you know, in the <laughs> in, in the hope that it it would it would help, you know, Thanos to not be able to succeed. Just incredible scene with him reversing time and you know, making what rendering what she did irrelevant. Uh just so much emotion. Like I say, I mean, uh Elizabeth Olsen, she's she's one of my favorites, not only because she's a baddie, but she's a good actor. Uh and they killed that scene. That was another one, a little trivia. Uh totally uh improvised by those two by paul bettany and and elizabeth Olsen. man they told them hey just go you know yeah. just talk through it as if you know you guys were were in this uh you were you were living out the scene uh so much emotion what i mean freaking vision got quotables for days bruh you know uh so incredible scene man incredible stakes um yeah man the, you know it was good the thing about Endgame or Infinity Wars that what I was surprised about was it's actually Thanos' movie. Right? Oh, yeah. And and so you you got this thing, you're leading up to this big bad guy and you're just kind of like, okay, well, obviously he wants to conquer the world and that's and he wants to kill people because that's what he enjoys doing. That's what the bad guy does. Never have you ever seen something where they're just kind of like, yeah, we're going to flip this on you and actually it's going to be his movie and we're going to show you why he wants to do it and we're going to justify it and we're going to give him a daughter that he actually loves and cares about yeah. to, to connect them. And if you look, if you think back at like all the, you know, probably blockbuster popular movies that have had a villain associated with it, none of them has been able to do, do that. The closest has probably been Star Wars with Darth Vader, but Darth Vader's reasoning for his turn is still not as strong as uh, Thanos. Like yeah. Thanos, you can see the complete, fully complete and understand his thought process. Every time you watch uh, episode three, you're still kind of like, yeah, if it was just like one of the things would have not went out of place, he would have diverged from that plan. Yeah. But, but but for 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 Thanos, there's nothing that could change his mindset on what was going on and what he was doing was the right thing to do. And everybody else is just whining about this. And I got to do this because no one else is man Someone enough to, the balls. Yeah. exactly to, to to move in that in that direction in his perspective so yeah, you, man. you 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 wait 10 years to meet your villain actually he's 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 your main he character up, yeah and he lived up to the hype and li- lived up to uh you know what you were waiting on I've, we talked about it man you're more so in tune with the source material you know i know some people are uh they wait on certain characters to hop into the mcu me, I go into this thing blind. You know, I had no clue who the hell Thanos was. I had no clue who the hell Kang was. I'm hearing talks about uh, Mephisto. I don't know who he is. You know, Galactus. Who? You know, I, I yeah, would just yeah. be interested to see when they come in, man. But Thanos did not disappoint as a as a big bad. You know, as a villain, uh, which is you know, like you say, you know, he it was really his movie, and uh, uh, it's it's you know the reason why it's number one uh on my list man yeah but look man i hate to uh i hate to run i hate to cut this thing off because just like all of these movies man we could could talk for for another hour just on infinity war alone uh but i love this man it was awesome 
This was the uh, the MCU top 10 list. Guys, you know, appreciate you if you made it this far with us. You know, we really appreciate it. Be, definitely be sure to hit that like and subscribe button, man, because we're going to have a lot more of these coming out. If you do a best top 10, then obviously got to do a worst. So be on the lookout for uh, our top 10 worst uh, Marvel movies. Because <laughs> yeah, looking at these lists, I was like, ooh, there's some stinkers on here. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna get to that, man. Appreciate you, Kev, for, for joining right, me, brother. man. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. do this a lot more often, brother. Let's let's do it. Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll see you later. All right, peace. Peace.